Dante Greco. Dante is a really smart guy. Ladies love Dante. I wanted hair. Look at her face. Dante Greco. Dante was me, yours truly. I'm gonna come. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Dante Greco Show. It's Friday night. We're going into the weekend. Let's get to it. Where do we start? The Genesis Invitational. Tiger Woods passing a tampon to his good friend and rival Justin Thomas. Let's start there. He got into some trouble for this. Here's Tiger at the press conference apologizing. You know, I'm not a big fan of apologizing for anything, but in this world, sometimes as a celebrity, you make a calculation and you have to do it just to get the heat off of you. You know, it's really not about you. It's about everyone else who's working with you, who put this thing together, who's on your team. They want you to apologize because if I was Tiger Woods, this is the advice I always give to people like Tiger Woods. People come for you, say you need to apologize. How dare you? Blah, blah, blah. He should just say i have a billion dollars fuck you i'm not apologizing for shit like when he was going through all his scandals i always said tiger you don't need any of this anymore you've done it all in your sport you have a billion dollars i think he was the first billion dollar athlete before michael jordan before lebron for any of them he had his hands on a bill and he you know whatever that's his personal choice but and you got to admire Elon Musk in a way for kind of living this way. He brushes it off and he just continues to be the richest or one of the richest men in the world. So here's Tiger talking about his tampon joke. Uh, let me press play here. JT from nine yesterday is kind of going viral. Can you kind of just explain your thoughts behind it? Yeah, it was supposed to be, you know, all fun and games, but obviously it's, it hasn't turned out that way. And, if I offended anybody, it was not the case. It was just uh, friends having having fun. And uh, as I said, if, if I offended anybody in any way, shape, or form, I'm sorry. Uh, it was not intended to be that way. Uh, it's just you know we, we play pranks on one another all the time, and uh, virally, I, I think this did not come across that way. But between us, it was it's different. Yeah, so it's like, you know, I don't even think Tiger really cares. I think he just apologized because that's what you do nowadays, especially with his past. He has to kind of uh, apologize a little bit, but I don't think he really cares. It's just annoying where people make a big deal out of it. It was a, like you said, it was a joke between friends that was caught on camera. He didn't pull out a tampon. He didn't pull a tampon from himself and wave it around and say, I'm giving this to Justin Thomas now. Ha, 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 ha. I'm handing him a tampon, everybody. Clap it up. No. He, you know, slyly handed him the tampon. It's a joke. It's a guy joke. Guys bust each other's balls. They do things. They try to emasculate. Uh, uh, is that it? Emasculate? God damn. It's the end of the week. Anyways, it's funny. And I saw the, it was either the Washington Post or the New York Times. Somebody writes a whole article like, oh, my God, a Tiger, how can you claim to be a girl dad and you're 47 years old and you think that this Tampax joke is funny? Yeah, this shit never stops being funny. Guys just get older and they have to pretend that they don't think this stuff is funny anymore. But especially it's competitive. You're on the golf course. I mean, he's living in a kind of permanent... 
I don't want to say adolescence, but arrested development. He's been famous since he was four years old or something. And he's had luxury and just anything he could want in life and people excited to see him everywhere he goes. So why, you know, he's got a little bit of a juvenile sense of humor. I like that. He still has a juvenile sense of humor. It shows you don't have to get older and get all serious and boring. So I encourage him to do more joking around. I think he made the right choice apologizing just because he doesn't want to take away from the weekend from everyone else. It's not fair. Because nowadays the media, instead of covering the actual uh, the, the the PGA thing, the uh, this shows how much I know about golf. What do they call it? The golf match. Um, instead of that, it, it would be like a firestorm about Tiger's tampon. So he made the right choice to apologize, just to shut everyone the f up. But I don't think he really needed to apologize. And unfortunately, it seemed to have affected his play a little bit because he barely, as of now, he may not have even made the cut to play on the weekend. And I really hope he steps it up because I'm going tomorrow and he better be there. Uh, he did get some support from some uh, a woman in the golf world. Her name is Paige Spiranak. She's a golfer or a, a golferess, whatever you want to call her. Paige, let me make sure you can see that. Okay, great. Paige says, if, it, if anyone tries to cancel Tiger over this, we riot. Golf glamour girl Paige Spiranak defends funny Woods tampon prank after 15-time major winner was forced to apologize. That's Paige Spiranak. Okay. Um, she. This is her tweet. If anyone tries to cancel Tiger over this, we riot. It's funny. And there's the picture, by the way. You see that he's handing it at first when he was handing it to uh, when I saw the picture, I thought he was handing him a joint. It's such a small little thing. And these are, these guys are buddies. They're guys. So she doesn't think it's that big of a deal. Now, you could make the argument, Paige Sparanak. Obviously, she's got a blue check mark. She takes glamour photos. She's trying to insert herself into this narrative to get a little, little bit of attention, a little bit of clout, raise her profile a little bit. Sure, of course, but aren't we all? You're not going to hold that against her. A lot of people, by the way, on Twitter are supporting Tiger Woods. The true silent majority are those who don't get upset about everything and even tweet about it in a way that can be seen, but no outlets will pick up on that. You're not going to see the headline, Tiger Woods gets massive support for tampon prank. It's not as interesting. Oh, it was USA Today. It was not New York Times or Washington Post. It was uh, USA Today columnist Christine Brennan. I'm guessing most of the millions of fathers and mothers who support their athletic daughters probably have long since retired all their juvenile pranks that were intended to demean the ability of those girls they love and for whom they spend so much time cheering. Well, that's very special, Christine. I'm glad you had something to write an article about today. But no, these people, these fathers, mothers, whoever, when you get together with your boys or your girls, you don't retire the juvenile pranks. I'm sorry. We don't all have to get old and humorless. We can be old and youthful and fun and still laugh about things. Come on. Especially Tiger Woods. He's accomplished everything. He's the greatest athlete in the history of his sport. 
He's still relatively young. He's only 47. And, you know, what more is there to do? Joke around. You're there with your friend Justin Thomas. He probably doesn't even get to see the guy that often. It's great. It's good for Tiger. Uh, I applaud Paige for stepping up and supporting Tiger as well because, you know, she's a female and a lot of people, a lot of guys around the country are probably sitting there around the breakfast table waiting to uh, see what their wives thought of this before coming out in support. So this helps. She says, instead of women being outraged by Tiger and the tampon, I would love for them to actually provide ideas to help. For example, I would have Tampax team up with the PGA Tour to run a campaign where they provide free feminine products at golf courses. Most don't actually have them, and during long rounds, it can be a problem for us. Well, how about that? Tiger Woods shining light on an issue that is just never going to get the press that it deserves. According to Paige Spiranak, PGA Tour uh, golf courses don't really have free feminine products at the courses. And I can imagine how that would hamper things. Good for her. That's great. So anyways, Tiger Woods, bottom line is I hope he makes the cut because I'm going there tomorrow and I hope to see him. And uh, that's really what I care about. What's going on, Ace? How are you? Welcome to the show. We've got to get you back on here, Joy of Everything. Whenever you have a moment, I'll send you a link. All right. Back to it. Uh, should we just go right into the Kayla Lemieux thing? Let's just do it. All right. Everybody remembers Kayla Lemieux, right? God, it must be four or five months now. But she made headlines because she came to school with gigantic, gigantic, gigantic fake tits. And it was also crazy because she teaches shop class. So there was a video that came out initially with the... Um, let me see if I can find that old video. Well, here she is. Okay, you see that? She looks like a, like a bizarro Jennifer Coolidge. Um, she teaches shop class. Now, those things are fake. Not fake like they implanted them under the skin. I think she literally just bought like gigantic fake pillows or beach balls, whatever, and puts them under her shirt. Uh and she teaches shop class. So you're watching the video and the kid has the, the buzz saw and she's getting dangerously close to the buzz saw. You think that her giant fake tits are going to get pulled into the buzz saw. It's crazy. So number one, it's a safety hazard. But number two, obviously it outraged a lot of parents who were made quite uncomfortable by the thought that she had to show up with the fake bust to teach class. Couldn't have like... D cups or double D's or something like no comically large inhumanly large if those were actually growing out of her she would have to be rushed to the ER to have them removed they would say oh my god you have a tumor or something crazy going on in your body anyways 
So that's what we uh, what we know her. Oh my god, look at him compared to her waist too. So that's how we knew her. That's how we remembered and loved her. Kayla Lemieux. So she's back in the news because apparently one of her neighbors caught her dressing like a man outside of class, and we got pictures. So first, let's just read into this Canadian teacher. Uh, and and uh, by the way, it's interesting that they caught her wearing uh, dressing as a man because I've heard rumors and theories that this was a guy who uh, hated the school board or something or maybe hated cancel culture and, and decided to just troll people by putting on these giant fake tits and seeing how far she could get with it. He, she, whatever. Um, back in the news... While parents have raged about transgender teacher Kayla Lemieux being allowed to wear Z-cup prosthetics. Like, do they really make those? Those have to be custom-made. Z-cup? Is there enough of a market for Z-cups to be available? You need, like, an artisan to make you some Z-cups. The shop teacher was spotted ditching the controversial fetishistic fashion after work and stepping out in public dressed as a man. He wears prosthetic prosthetic breasts extremely infrequently, a resident of Lemieux's apartment complex told the Post. Isn't that funny? It's like she this person just goes back to the um, their apartment. Like it's a big na international story causing outrage all over social media. Everyone's pissed off, everyone's weirded out. Some people are supporting, of course. And then this person just has to go back to their apartment. Probably not even a big apartment. Wonder if NHL legend Mario Lemieux changed his name after seeing this. I swear to God, probably unless this is Mario Lemieux, because we don't know really where Mario Lemieux is these days. This could be Mario Lemieux, Kayla. But uh, no, that's a good bet. He puts the breasts on to teach occasionally when he goes for a walk or when the cops visit. God, imagine that freak show. The knock on the door from the police. Hold on a second. I got to put on my Z-cups. Both uniformed and plain clothes police do regular welfare checks at Lemieux's apartment after they received death threats, according to a law enforcement source. Yeah, well, I mean, that's not good. You shouldn't be threatening to kill this person. Whether or not it annoys you, whether it's obnoxious, whether you think it's, like I said, a safety hazard for the kids in shop class. Of all the classes, by the way, to pick to do this, shop class is the least, like the most risk of horrific accident shot. Like do this in math class. Honestly, do it in a boring class. I would support that. If this was in geology or calculus or something and Kayla came in in some Z cups, I would applaud her because I'd be like, you know what? Mixing it up, keeping it interesting. The kids are going to be paying attention because it's hard to look away. They're going to be looking up and maybe they'll catch something on the blackboard. Shop class, very dangerous. Uh, but yeah, don't threaten to kill this person. So now here's the big reveal, even though I've accidentally scrolled to it like four times already. This teacher who until a few years ago went by the name Carrie. Okay, so it wasn't Mario Lemieux. We can rule Mario Lemieux out. Uh, NHL great. Carrie left Ontario's Oakville Trafalgar High School this week wearing the gigantic breasts, a blonde wig, and glasses, but it wasn't long. 
until the cartoonish clothing came off. After shopping at a department store and pet supply shop dressed as a woman, Lemieux headed home to get changed and emerged dressed as a man 30 minutes later. And here she is, Kayla, Carrie, Kayla, Carrie, whoever it is. Looks a little bit like comedian Tim Dillon. If you know Tim Dillon. A little bit. I see it. I see it. Maybe you don't. Also, also, Kayla Lemieux. I'm seeing shades of Louis Anderson. I'm seeing shades of the late John Candy in Kayla Lemieux. Here, take a closer look. It's Kayla, I like she has the tech bro vest. Maybe she's a wealthy seed investor, angel investor. Anyways, what's that in her hand? Is it a milk carton with a missing child? I don't know. The teacher, okay, so... Lemieux then spent the afternoon in public wearing men's sweatpants, trainers, a gray T-shirt, and a navy puffer vest without breasts, makeup, glasses, or wig. Okay. So, look. It's real convenient for Kayla. Go to school, create all of this hubbub. They're sold on a kink site, the Z-Cups. Create all of this hubbub. And then take it all off and like go to the bar or go shopping and no one knows. And that person that we just saw right here looks nothing like the Kayla Lemieux that the general public knows. So it's great. It's very convenient. Listen, I'm not saying if someone is transgender, they have to always look like, uh, you know, a woman or a man if they've gone that way. It's not about that. It's about like the like how the it's kind of it's annoying to me that kayla has no issue just like going and doing uh errands and going for groceries and stuff dressing up like this it doesn't bother her enough to dress up like this when she has to go to the store going to class is like becomes a whole big thing with the with the outfit and with the giant boobs and with the 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 hair and the wig and all now it's like why can't you just teach the class like this why don't you flip it Teach the class like this. Live outside the school in the in the makeup and the hair and the fake boobs. Because it's really not fair to the kids. It truly isn't. You know, okay, you did it a few times. You got some press. People know who you are now. Great. But honestly, these kids are in school to learn. They're not there to be part of some giant social media stunt or whatever is going on here. So it bothers me that Kayla Lemieux is being quite selfish. If we're going to be honest, quite selfish, making it about her by showing up to the school with the Z cups, but walking through the neighborhood, no Z cups. The Z cups are clearly not so important that you can't take them off at some point in your life. I implore you, Kayla, flip it around. Make this a redemption story. People will love you. You say, you know what? I realized it's a bit of a distraction. It's a bit unfair to these kids. 
They didn't sign up for this. They just, you know how it is in high school. They just put you in classes. You don't get to pick your class. You know, you just show up and you get your class assignment and you show up there one day. And it's like some people just have a teacher and some people have two Z cups in their face. I know you said Ms. Obvious that they're sold on a kink site. Maybe Kayla made them. Do we ever find that out if, you know, since it is shop class and imagine this, she asks the kids to make her a fresh pair of Z cups. It's a nightmare scenario. And frankly, I don't think it does much to advance um, equality or acceptance. You know, this extreme, which is why I gave some credence to the theory that Kayla Lemieux might be uh, trolling everybody. Because, like, what percentage of people who are transgender are you know, Z cuppers. I, I I can't imagine it's a high percentage. So this actually, what what's the phrase? Um, sets the whole thing back a little bit. Uh, again, not for me. I don't care. I'm a live and let live person. But I'm just looking at this from an objective perspective, how the general public would think. This sets it back because they say, look at these phrases groomers are in our classrooms with their giant z cups this ain't helping now especially when you walk around the neighborhood dressed like um you know a, a silicon valley guy dressed like john candy starring as mark zuckerberg so yeah there's kayla, kayla. i mean like the school is not like a perform if you it's not your show i guess is my point fun's over Looks like Linda Tripp a little bit. Remember Linda Tripp? Gave up Monica Lewinsky, recorded her. Yeah, see, this is cool. I like it. I like it. Kayla's out there. She's skydiving. She's thinking about safety because she can bounce off of the earth with those Z cups if uh, the parachute doesn't open. This is great. I got no problem with this. See, look at that. Look at how close they are to the buzzsaw. I mean, that would traumatize a kid. I know they're fake. I don't know what they're made of, but I know they're fake. But, like, just imagine, like, the, the buzzsaw catches on the fake tits, and then next thing the hair gets pulled in. And who knows? Maybe Kayla gets her throat. It's like, stop. Anyways. Let's read more of what people said before we move on to our next story. Um, yeah, see, the local people are feeling the same way I do. I was shocked to learn that Lemieux appears in public as a male. The school has been adamant in telling parents that this is a transitioning teacher who needs to express themselves as a woman. The Toronto Sun reported board chair Margot Shuttleworth saying that protecting employees' gender rights is the stance the school board is taking and they are standing behind the teacher. I mean, that's true to an extent. Uh, you should support them. But 
Attempts by the Post to speak with Lemieux have not been successful. It's not clear if they have taken any legal steps to identify as a woman. Changes have been profound. Uh, you know, look, that's her right to change. She wants to change, change. It is not transphobic to demand Lemieux lose some cup sizes before teaching impressionable children, according to the submission of transgender woman Julia Maylott at a special hearing of the Halton District School Board on Wednesday, held to debate whether a dress code for teachers should be enforced. Adults in our schools are the role models for our children, and I would expect staff would present professionalism and decorum that is at least as stringent as that which we enforce upon our students. That's true, yeah. What kind of dress code do the kids have to follow? So that's Kayla. Kayla Lemieux, unmasked, un, unbreasted. Well, all right. Let's move on. Play this for you real quick. So it's President's Day weekend. We're celebrating a little bit. A stupid son of a bitch. You're a damn liar, man. No one fucking fucks. Yeah, you're damn right. Get your words straight, Jack. Bullshit. Nuclear fucking warheads. Ah, shit. <laughs> this son of a bitch. Sleeping son of a bitch. He's a jackass. Badass. Lower shit. Fuck that. Stop doing this shit. I'm like an asshole. I talk to you if you shut up and let me talk. Sexual intercourse. Sexual relations. Fuck! We've had some sex. Shit, it makes him appear like a goddamn. But it is the most faggot goddamn thing you'll ever down where your nuts hang. The knees from the where the zipper ends back to my bunghole. That's silly bastard. That's silly bastard. He's a silly bastard. Well, this is obviously a fuck up. That's okay. In honor of President's Day weekend, big President's Day sale in your neighborhood. Uh, I made that video a month ago because I thought a month ago was President's Day weekend. And then it was pointed out to me that no, it's a month from then. So I'm bringing it back. I'm still trying to make it a thing. It hasn't become a thing yet. It took a long time to gather up all that footage. I was shocked both by how much footage there was of presidents of the United States swearing or being surly on video, and yet also shocked at who I couldn't find. I couldn't find anything on Jimmy Carter. I couldn't find anything on Gerald Ford. Barely found anything on Ronald Reagan. Reagan had some racist stuff that he said, and I thought about including it, but then it kind of makes it less fun, you know, like if a person of color is watching that and just kind of laughing along at like the absurdity of seeing these public figures who normally speak so carefully and measured and to make sure they're always proper and, you know, representing the country. And then it's like the president just uh, drops an N word or something. You know, it's like, you, you don't want to hear that. That, that ruins it a little bit. So I purposely left that stuff out. Um, and uh, who else was missing? Yeah, and then before Kennedy, that was it. There was nothing from nothing from uh, Ike, nothing from Truman, and so on and so forth. Nothing from Lincoln. Can you believe it? So that's my President's Day montage. I've been trying to get it to take off for a long time, for like a month now. 
Nobody seems to care, but one day that video will be big. I swear to you. Nice montage. Thank you, Joy of Everything. You're the man, brother. I knew you would appreciate it. Out of anybody, I knew you would like it. I'm getting to, when people watch it, they like it. I just I can't get it in front of people. One day it'll be in the Library of Congress. All right. What's our next story here? Um Oh, real quickly about this. God, my my voice is I'm losing my voice. All right. Real quickly, just to wrap up, I'm kind of getting bored of the UFO stuff too. But it turns out that the Air Force may have spent $400,000 worth of missiles uh, to shoot uh, a $13 hobby balloon. That's right, folks. A hobby club is saying that they're missing their ham radio weather balloon and it went down around the time that the air force was shooting down these aerial objects that we all thought were chinese spy balloons or ufos now before we go into this of course could this be subterfuge could this be the cia cranking out a a cover story for everyone to buy of course uh but could also be true like dumb stuff happens. I've always heard that people in Washington say that the show Veep with Julia Louis Dreyfus is actually like the closest thing to what being in politics is actually is really like. It's just like stupidity and mistakes and and uh, ruthless ambition and all that. But it's like it's less House of Cards, more Veep. So. With that in mind, I could see this as actually the explanation. Republicans mock Biden for having fighter jets potentially shoot down a $13 hobby balloon and providing a powerful deterrence for any high school science clubs that might try to invade America. Ted Cruz made that joke about the deterrence. When the bottle cap balloon brigade discovered their hobby balloon went missing the same time fighter jets were scrambled to down a mysterious object over Alaska, theories started swirling. Was their $12 inflatable taken out by a $400,000 Sidewinder missile fired from a $143 million F-22 in a military operation ordered by President Biden? That reminds me of this old Chris Rock joke, by the way, where he said we should take we should make bullets really expensive. If you want to have gun control, just make the bullets really expensive. That way, when somebody gets shot, they'll go, well, he must have did something. They put $50,000 worth of bullets in that motherfucker. They reported their property missing in action and have been in contact with the FBI. But whether their balloon was targeted is yet to be confirmed as the Pentagon tries to recover the debris. Yeah, I mean, now it's like, here comes the cover-up. A lot of conspiracies are cover-ups of uh, mistakes, in my opinion. Like, a lot of what's weird about 9-11, in my opinion, based on my research, is the FBI and the CIA were at odds. They had a rivalry with each other. They weren't sharing information. People slipped through the cracks. Plans slipped through the cracks. And next thing you know... Two planes are flying into the Twin Towers and another's into flying into the Pentagon. And it becomes a cover-up of the conspiracy. 
not because it was perfectly orchestrated or controlled dem demolition and, and, and all that, but because we can't have people knowing how not inept, but is it arrogance? Is it just, I don't know. They missed they, they, the, the FBI and the CIA weren't talking to each other. And because of this stupid rivalry, thousands of people died and we got plunged into the never ending war on terror. That's what I think. I haven't completely ruled out the orchestrated or the allowed to happen. Sort of like they say, FDR allowed the Pearl Harbor attack to happen. But this makes the most sense to me on 9-11. And so now with the balloon thing, well, they can't say, Jesus, our pilots can't figure out how a, a hobby balloon propels itself and we spotted these things and we freaked out and we shot them down you know because of the china spy balloon we were just on edge shot down a hobby a 13 dollars hobby club balloon they can't admit that either so they're really between a rock and a hard place uh, the cover-up and the conspiracy stuff will continue that's the one thing we're sure of conservative sleuth saying that this whole thing was to cover up the mess in east palestine a bizarre anomaly is the situation parallels the 2022 netflix film white noise i know i've been meaning to watch that movie before this and i didn't watch it now i feel like i have to because it also takes place doesn't it take place in east palestine ohio this film it's very strange uh, I addressed this on my last show about the UFO thing being to cover up the mess in East Palestine. I believe they're trying to downplay at the very least the mess in East Palestine. And they were for a while and it just kept growing. And, and so finally major outlets had to cover it. I just don't believe that the government would trigger the fake UFO protocol to cover up a derailment even though it's very toxic i just it doesn't doesn't track with me now actually you know as i think about it you might be right because the ufos happened over the weekend and it wasn't the greeting of uh, alien civilizations and and all that it kind of just fizzled out and uh, you know that that's it we're not really hearing about any more objects being spotted However, I still don't think that they would uh, that they would go to that extreme. I think they saved the UFO thing for something much bigger. Okay, yeah, their involvement in the UFO hysteria the last two weeks has led to mounting questions and mockery of the White House. Okay, hold on. I don't want to read those. I want to read about this hoppy balloon. The Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade reported one of its balloons missing in action around the same location and at the same time that the U.S. Air Force jet downed an unidentified object near Alaska. They said its K9YO balloon last reported its location shortly before 1 a.m. General Mountain Time on Saturday, February 11th, near the coast of southwest Alaska. Later on Saturday, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau declared an unidentified object was downed over Canada's Yukon Territory, several hundred miles from K9YO's last known location. Modeling shared by the Balloon Brigade shows its balloon was headed in the direction of Yukon before it vanished and opens up the possibility it was one of the, one of the suspicious objects downed by the U.S. military. Okay, so if 
By the way, just one. There were three reported. And for some reason, we can't find this balloon. They have not recovered the debris yet. So I could buy this story. But explain the other two. Do we have two other hobby clubs out there missing their balloons? And where's the debris? Right? Takes place in Ohio. The visuals of the wreck in the film look shockingly similar to that of the actual scene. Okay, I got to watch this movie. And then uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure it out. But it is very strange for this to happen. And especially a train crash, you can engineer that. It's a lot easier easier to engineer a, a train derailment than 9-11. The question, again, why? Is it to kill people in Ohio? Do we hate? I mean, I know Ohio is kind of a boring state. There's not much going on. I wouldn't want to live there, but uh, no offense. But uh, do we want, does someone have something against the Ohio basin and the people that live near it? Tough to say. Uh, this balloon brigade thing, it does explain why, because when they said that it was a possibility that it was for commercial use or some other use, I thought, well, why hasn't the company or whoever had this balloon or this object, why have they not reported that it's gone missing? And now I realize it's because who the hell has ever heard of the northern... Illinois bottle cap balloon brigade. They don't, they probably don't have a PR person or anyone to put out a press release or, or even any contacts in the major media. It probably took them a few days just for people to hear them out. So that, that makes sense. But like I said, still two more objects remaining to be accounted for. Uh, the balloon brigade said its balloon was definitely has not said its balloon was definitely the downed object, but an overview of the circumstantial evidence by Aviation Week leaves the possibility wide open. These balloons are Pico balloons launched by hobby groups that do little more than relay location da data or, in some cases, information about the weather. They float around until they're damaged or shot down by $400,000 Sidewinder missiles or brought down by bad weather. K9YO was airborne for 123 days and 18 hours before it stopped reporting its location. In that time, it circumnavigated the globe six times. Well, we say rest in peace to K9YO wherever it is because bottom line, that thing is gone. Kind of sad. I bet they have some kind of emotional attachment to this balloon. You know, it's been with them for six months and it's gone. Look at it. Look at how small that thing is. Is that what one of those is? Okay, that's the fighter jet. Christ. Look at that. It's like a, a moose coming after a pebble. Spy balloon. That's Biden. That's Kirby. That's wreckage that's orbs spy balloon okay well they're not clear on whether this is the type of balloon but for god's sake you would think you know you would hope and you would think that the air force can get close enough to look at the object before shooting it down especially if it's an alien craft or they could find out it's just a little weather balloon. 
and then be like, you know what? We don't need to shoot this thing down. All right. Maybe we'll collect it. Just like put a, a hook outside of the plane and just scoop it up. I don't know. A net. Do they have nets on these F-16s? Fish, fish nets. Speaking of fish, our good friend Sam Smith, he, uh, I, I put up a video of him saying that he wants to be called a fisher them last week. And uh, what am I talking about last week? Two days. Oh, yeah, I'd love to be Two a fish, fisher them. Okay, let me, let me start this video over. All right. So I already talked about this, but I realized what bothered me about it. But this isn't why I bring him up. I bring him up because he was confronted in the park. Maybe we should watch that first. Okay, let's watch that first. What I don't like about Sam Smith the most, it still bothers me that he came out and basically made his career by ripping off a Tom Petty song completely. Like, the um, uh, Stay With Me is I Won't Back Down. And I know he later had to admit it and probably give up a share of the royalties, but just the balls to come out with that and keep it going and build your whole career off it and until people called you out. That always rubbed me the wrong way. So I haven't been a Sam Smith fan since then. That type of shit really bothers me. Just blatant ripoff. It's annoying enough when people acknowledge that they're taking like an interpolation of a song that is the the, the main reason people. I don't mind if you take like uh, like you know Kanye West pre Hitler. He was an artist in the fact that he would take these pieces and just create like a pastiche of different music, different sounds, etc. Put them together, rescue songs that were probably lost to history in a way that no one was listening to and uh you know repurpose them for what you know uh, a hot new song um so that i can get it's like you do an interpolation of the song and you take the thing that made it a hit you take the hook or you take the melody the main part of the melody that made it a hit, and then you just slap your lyrics over it i don't like that all right so sam smith he had his whole interview where he uh, said he wanted to be a fisher them. Okay, can we see this? Great. Like a fly fisherman? I'd I'd be a, I'd be any type of fisher them. I think I would like to one day I just like to end my days fishing. Like we can solve that. Yeah. Yeah. I do it on the sea and I do it in the lakes. I've never done it alone. Someone's always taught me. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to be a fish, fish of them. What, like a fly fisherman? I'd, I'd be, a, I'd be any type of fish of them. I think I would like to one day. I just like to end my days fishing. Like, we can solve that. Yeah. Fly fishing? Or, like... I do it on okay, the sea. So I do it in lakes. I guess what bothered me about that is, and, and it's created an uproar in the media, of course, probably overblown. Who cares? He wants to call himself a fish or they wants to call himself a fish or them. That's fine. But like, I just feel like he tried to crowbar it into the conversation. You know, the conversation about what do you want to do when you get older? Well, you want to fish? Oh, cool. Tell us about fish. And then it's like, you know, he has to crowbar in fish or them, which let's be honest. Who's ever heard that term before or ever fish or them. 
Okay, so he's trying to start a thing with Fisher them. And he just crowbars it in. And it's like it makes the conversation about that. The conversation's about going fishing. What do you want to do when you're older? How do you want to spend your final days or your your golden years, whatever you want to call them? And so it goes back to like Kayla Lemieux. It's like, listen, it's great. Fine. Do what you want to be, what you want to be. But sometimes like a little tact, you know, don't it's just a fisher them. Okay. We got it. Fine. It's too much. And the cynic in me, A, as I said, thinks he's following a script for his career, but also B, you know, he probably got these questions ahead of time. Because a guy like that isn't going to do an interview where he doesn't know exactly what's going to be asked or at least know that these people are going to throw softballs at him because, you know, they, they, they the celebrities on the A-list are very careful about their images. They can't talk. I experienced it many times at TMZ where people just won't say anything or even if you're at an event, the PR person comes up to you and they're always stressed out and they always have crazy eyes and they always say, well, what are you going to ask them? What do you want? What are you going to ask? What are, no, 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 we can't talk about that. No, sorry, can't talk about that. No, we're not doing interviews. No, no, we're not going to do anything. So, that stuff goes on. So he probably had an idea that this was going to be asked and he formulated this whole thing. And he said, Oh, I'm going to be a Fisher them. I'm going to make sure I say Fisher them. Again, it doesn't bother me for the reasons that it probably bothers most people in media or, you know, like on, on social media or whatever, who are like in an uproar of, Oh my God, Fisher them. He's our, our children. I just get annoyed when people try to crowbar shit into a conversation that really isn't part of the conversation. It's like, okay, we got it. Can we just have a conversation about you fishing? Does it have to be about uh, your, your, the, the pronoun crowbarring them in doesn't help is my point. So he was in New York city walking around in what looked like central park and an angry, angry Irish lass confronted him. You know, he, uh, because of his whole devil thing, which is another kind of like sad, desperate move of a man who's just trying to hold on to his career. I don't think he's actually doing satanic rituals necessarily because he's not going to sit there and read, uh, you know, a book about the occult and then pick out a satanic ritual. No, it's like just about getting eyeballs, trying to keep this thing going, keep the money coming in making a splash, whether it's his music video where he's wearing like a, a wedding cake or whatever, or, or his devil thing. It's all just in a way it's pathetic, but it's the music industry of today dressing up in ridiculous outfits. Maybe it's the lady Gaga effect. You know, she used to show up in meat. And one time she showed up in like a, like a, a uterus or something to the Grammys. It was really weird, but the devil thing and the devil thing is relatively harmless he wore a hat that's like the cheap hat that you buy not even at a spirit halloween store you get that at a cvs his devil horn hat you know the whole thing was fucking lame so anyways an irish woman took it upon herself to confront dear old sam and uh, let's let's watch and then let's discuss Okay, we can see that, everybody. Perfect. You belong in hell. Sam Smith belongs in hell. 
You demonic, twisted, sick bastard. Leave the kids alone, you sick fucker. the first record. Sam Smith is a pedophile! Ruben! Ruben the kid! You sick motherfucker, Sam Smith! You're evil! <laughs> that woman's gone. You sick motherfucker! You know, there's a homeless woman in Beverly Hills who yells like that. She yells some weird shit. She'll be like yelling the N word loudly on Cannon Drive, and we were just walking around trying to do our job. Um, this woman sounds like that. She's a little too far gone. Can we admit she's, she's got, she has too much internet too much. She's been on Facebook for too long. You sick motherfucker. Stay away from those kids. You pedophile. And he was filming it. You know, he like, I like that. There's one guy who keeps trying to say, I love your first record in the middle of your pedophile get away from our get your cans out of your kids pants you sick motherfucker i love your first record by the way your first record was good let's watch that one more time this is from viral news new york new york is a great place you ever seen the pigeon man i gotta dig up some photos of him he was in washington square park this weird guy kind of looked like kurt vonnegut and he sat on a bench with pigeons on him just like floating flying all around and like shitting on him and he didn't care it was is the thing i wonder if he's still alive i haven't been in new york in about 10 years i want to see if the pigeon man is still alive if anyone's in new york let me know comment is pigeon man dead uh let's watch this again you belong in hell Sam Smith belongs in hell you demonic twisted sick bastard leave the kids alone you sick fucker Listen, you know, she's Irish, so she's probably Irish Catholic. They take the hell and the devil and the demonic stuff very seriously. I hope she has the same energy for her church. Just kidding. Not kidding, actually. It was the church. And, like, can we not conflate the um, the misdeeds of the priests with the religion? I think that's the problem. A lot of people want to use what the priests did to be like, see, Catholicism and Christianity is all bad because how could they allow that to happen? No, those are the faults of, you know, the the men. Most It's not the men and women. It's the men, right? I don't think any, were any nuns accused of that? Yeah, it's the faults of the men who did these things. Okay, so let's separate church and religion in a, in a sense. Uh, but anyways, she's very angry. First record. First Sam record. Smith is a pedophile. Ruben, Ruben the kid. You sick motherfucker, Sam Smith. You're evil. One woman screaming about the Illuminati. Listen, he chose the wrong era to do this devil shit. You used to be able to do the devil shit like Madonna or you know, I don't know Alice Cooper, whoever. You could do this evil stuff, uh, Ozzy Osbourne, Black Sabbath. You could do that stuff, and people would be like, oh, my God, our children. But they weren't thinking you were going to be a, a pedophile. They weren't calling you a pedophile groomer. So he kind of picked the wrong era for that. He didn't know that the Internet is coming for anybody who, who you, you, basically, you're a groomer now. You're going to be painted as a groomer. Even Ron... 
the sanctimonious Ron DeSantis from Florida. Trump is now trying to call him a groomer because they got a picture uh, allegedly of DeSantis with some high school kids that he taught and he's holding a beer and shit. The whole thing's weird. By the way, just as an aside, I heard that Trump was working on a nickname for Ron, a different nickname, Meatball Ron, which makes me laugh. I think it's way better than Ron DeSanctimonious. DeSanctimonious is not one of Trump's better nicknames. It's just, it's too much. It's, it's a mouthful. A lot of people probably don't even know what sanctimonious means. It doesn't hit. Meatball Ron, for some reason, hits. You look at Ron DeSantis, his head kind of looks like a meatball. It's funny. It's You don't know why it's funny, but it just is. Getting back to this woman. This was like the, the luckiest day of her life. She had probably watched Sam Smith on the Grammys and seen all the coverage and been like yelling at her TV with her poor husband sitting there with her. And then she gets to see him in person. I wonder if she went off on the people next to her who were trying to tell Sam that they loved his first record. I don't know. But yeah, Sam, honestly, watch out. People are kind of crazy and they really take this groomer shit seriously. The groomer thing is like the new QAnon in a way. So please watch out. And again, just to be fair, I'm aware of the Epstein, the, the whole Epstein thing. And Clinton was there and Trump was, and all these powerful people were there and names are coming out. They're going to release the names. JP Morgan Chase is, uh, you know, facilitating the Epstein Island and Jamie Dimon didn't have a problem with it and some other Big J.P. Morgan executive has been exposed as texting with Epstein, talking about, oh, say hi to Snow White for me. Apparently, they 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 had uh, these these Disney nicknames for the women that were being assaulted, the underage women. I get all that. So the whole groomer pedophile thing isn't completely unfounded. It's just it's not everybody. Sam Smith is just a guy trying to keep his career going, I think. Unless we see him on that list. You sick motherfucker. As a huge George Michael fan, Sam Smith just comes across as desperate and inauthentic. He looks like the love child of Boy George and a porchetta. <laughs> exactly. What's a porchetta again? Uh, but I agree with you. Desperate and inauthentic. Like he's just trying anything now. He's trying to hang on. He Who knows what he did to get some good songwriters to write him a new hit. And now he's got to do this outrageous shit because no one watches music videos anymore. The only way to get someone to watch a music video is to make it like a culture war thing where you're dressing up as a birthday cake or whatever the fuck. He was he's dressed up as a bride with with nipple with pasties. It's thirsty. It's too much. The devil thing. Who gives a fuck? Really? Just ignore it. Um, so that was Sam Smith. Want to say a quick happy birthday to Yoko Ono, 90 years old, if you can believe it. And here's some of her greatest work just to celebrate.
She sounds like the woman. The woman sounds like her, the Irish woman. Could you hear that? Uh, this is one of Yoko Ono's greatest hits. Yoko Ono screaming at an art show. This is art. Okay. Happy birthday, Yoko Ono. 90 years of that shit. 90 years old. Good for her, though. Keeps you young. Screaming like that. Keeps you fresh. I had a, I used to take an acting class where that was kind of the recommended warm-up. The guy said, it was a famous guy, I forget his name, Van Mar, Van Mar Academy um, in Hollywood. A lot of people went there. Brian Cranston apparently went there. So, his recommendation for the warm-up was have someone hold you and then you start screaming, get the fuck off me, get the fuck off me, you know. And it's supposed to be, it actually worked, but I tried it one time when I was doing a play. I said, hey, would you come into the uh, other room with me and hold me and, uh, so I can yell? And it, it kind of scared everybody, so I stopped doing it. But it works, the yelling. So happy birthday, Yoko. <laughs> what are you talking about? You never heard that one before? That was a huge hit. Oh, you sick motherfucker. Sam Smith. Speaking of art, I just saw this. A woman shattered a $42,000 Koontz. No, not Will Koontz from TMZ and from the Fablemans. Jeff Koontz, the artist. I saw this. It was in a Miami art show. Art collector shatters $42,000 Jeff Koons dog sculpture at Miami Art Fair after she tapped it to see if it was a balloon. You're not supposed to touch the arts. If you're an art collector, you should know that. That's the thing. It looks like a little doggy balloon, like a birthday balloon. And um, she tapped it and the thing shattered. Everyone was looking at it. Where's the video? Well, the video's not that great anyway. So yeah, that's what it looks like. That thing's $42,000. As always, in the art world, a lot of this, especially with the uh, modern art world, it's all a big scam. Some people say it's money laundering. $42,000 for that? I don't think so. And I understand, look, it's the guy, it's the name, Jeff Koons. People like him. I think he sold a painting for $91 million before. Okay, so I hope they didn't make this woman pay for this $42,000 sculpture. But at the same time, she's in a bit of an idiot because, you know, you, you, you never, ever touch the art. Me, I'm more of like a classical, uh, a Baroque period kind of guy when it comes to my art. I'm not really a modern art guy. The overinflated prices uh, turn me off. 
the whole thing where you look at it and it's like, what does this mean to you? You know, I don't, it's just, I don't, I'm not, I'm not with that, but give me some Italian art, right? J O E. Give me some Italian art. All right. I did see that the woman, where's the part of the article? Okay. When this thing fell to the ground, it was like how a car accident draws a huge crowd on the highway. Onlookers gawked at the smashed pieces of porcelain littered across the floor of the Miami art space in the video. Some are heard saying, this is exciting. Yeah, this is a, this is a happening. While others were seen jumping over the destroyed work of art in a bid to avoid creating more debris of electric blue porcelain. One bystander appeared emotional at the sight of the broken sculpture. Jesus, get it together. Well, one woman noted, you see now that this is the new art installation. Everything is art. It's the most popular booth in the whole fair, someone's heard saying to the woman off camera as she continues to pan across the scene. Okay, so. Small sculpture. Yeah, his sculpture, Rabbit. Was sold for $91.1 million. Wow, not even a painting. A sculpture by Kuntz was sold. Um, okay, this the art enthusiast said that he pointed out the sculpture to a friend when he saw an older woman tap the sculpture, knocking it off the pedestal and loudly shattering into pieces. How embarrassing. Guy, have you ever like accidentally knocked something over or or just done something in public that's embarrassed and like everyone turns around to stare at you and it's like some poor old woman who did this jesus christ el greco was a master artist and he still is pre-baroque yes okay yeah i like el greco he did the uh the the guitarra, right the guy's bent over with a guitar uh i'm trying to figure out If she had to pay for this, I think I read that she does not have to pay for this because that's the worst thing. It's like, God, I have to pay $42,000 for that fake balloon. I'm pretty sure it looks like they've updated the article. So it's no longer there, but the art, uh, the art show had it insured. So I think the woman hopefully is just banned for life and she doesn't have to pay for the sculpture. Normally you break it, you buy it, but not in this case. So, Don Lemon got himself into some trouble, buddy. He made a sexist comment about Nikki Haley, new presidential candidate, Nikki Haley. He, may, he talked about women in their prime. I mean, you know what it was. Women in their prime are... Um, it's she's past her prime basically because she's like over 50 so he's in trouble now here's the funny thing you can't give this too much credence because credence because it is a gossip gossip uh website but i read on the crazy days and nights blind items blog that don lemon this was like a few weeks ago before this happened right around the time when he when the news came out that he got into a, an argument about Poppy Harlow interrupting him too much, I read that he is gunning to get 
taken off of this show because he wants to go to like either a bigger show or to a night show. He doesn't like being in the mornings. So he's trying to do things to get him removed. So if you buy that, then this is just him following the plan. That was Picasso. Okay. Well, then I like Picasso too, but in a similar style to an El Greco. Gotcha. Okay. Good. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. So I read that about Don Lemon, and um, I I believe now that I see this, I believe it. He apologized. He said the reference I made to a woman woman's prime this morning was inartful and irrelevant, as colleagues and loved ones have pointed out, and I regret it. A woman's age doesn't define her either personally or professionally. I have countless women in my life who prove that every day. Yeah, I mean, someone on Twitter, I, I wish I could give them credit, explained this in a way that made a lot of sense to me, that Don Lemon is sitting there and he needs something to say. And so he Googles, like, when is a woman's prime? And then um, that came up, like a woman's prime for whatever is 30s to 50s or something. And he's like, oh, see, she's past her prime. And then he just blurted it out. Uh but I don't know. I think he's trying to get himself taken off this show. I don't think he wants to be there. He's sick of having to share the spotlight. He's used to Don Lemon tonight, where it's just Don Lemon speaking to the camera for two hours or an hour or whatever it was. Now he's on in the morning. He's got someone to his left. He's got someone to his right. They want to talk. They need to talk. He's sick of it can't quit because then everyone thinks well what does he have mental health problems or something so he's got to get himself taken off and he can get away with it because i mean let's be honest he can get away with it because he can play the whole like i'm i'm also uh you know a minority i'm a protected class or whatever he can tow this line or not tow this line walk this line better than say chris cuomo could so I think that's what Don Lemon is going for here. Chris Fredo Cuomo. Remember, Fredo is the N-word for Italians, according to Chris Cuomo. The funniest shit I ever heard. I never heard anyone use Fredo as a derogatory to an Italian ever. Joy of everything. You're, you're Italian. Have you been called Fredo as an insult? I know Fredo is used as an insult just in general to say someone's stupid, but is it an, a particularly Italian insult in your opinion? Maybe it's because I'm a California guy and, you know, there's just not as much Italian culture out here. Maybe on the East Coast, Fredo is uh, an egregious term to use against an Italian. Okay. So Lemon, meanwhile... You know, two days ago, I saw a picture. He's hanging out with Alan Cumming at the Michael Kors show. And then he misses work today, which is great. Who doesn't love to miss work? And now, not a care in the world. Don Lemon frolics in the ocean with his fiance at $2,000 a night. Fena Hotel in Miami after he, as he shrugs off sexism row. Despite CNN boss calling his behavior unacceptable. Interesting choice of word. 
frolics i wonder if they choose that don lemon is openly gay do they choose frolics because he's openly openly gay just to needle him a little bit anyways chris licked or i think it's pronounced light branded don lemon's comments as unacceptable during a 9 a.m editorial call for the morning lemon joined the call for 90 seconds from miami and said that he didn't mean to offend anyone he looked relaxed as he chatted and laughed with his partner at a luxury beach resort. Yeah, so he's out there. He's swimming. He's smiling for the camera. He's having a great time. $2,000 a night luxury beach resort. Look, you know, Don Lemon, smart guy. Makes a couple comments. Is that Chris Cuomo? Is his fiance Chris Fredo Cuomo? Never heard Fredo used as commonplace to insult anyone. Right, exactly. He's making that shit up. Or is that uh, uh, Sebastian Maniscalco? Is Don Lemon married to Sebastian Maniscalco? Oh, wow. The paps came right up to him on the beach. All right, let's hear this. funny yeah he's a smart guy he got himself a vacation he said this thing and now he's having a great time in miami and hopefully he's gonna get the job that he wants that you made about women being in their prime anything want to say anything do you have a trouble do you have trouble working with women please please I always hated that. The fucking the San Pellegrino boy is trying to get involved and be like, sir, please get out of here. Like, dude, what do you care? Is Don Lemon really doing anything for you? He hasn't even tipped you yet. He might leave you nothing. At TMZ, but always have to deal with that. Random people who want to get involved and be like, hey, 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 stop this. Even when it was like a setup shot, some hero always has to get involved and be like, hey, man, leave him alone. And I was like, no, I honestly, the person, they want to talk. I'm here for a reason. They called me to come. You know, it's like so stupid, annoying. On the other hand, running up to a guy on the beach, like, yeah, I know you're not going to get another shot because he's probably staying at a, he's, he is, he's staying at a luxury hotel. You're not going to get onto the property. Security will have you removed. So your chance is to swim up out of the water like a frogman and ambush him while he's laying under his uh, cabana. But, Still, that's a level of thirst that, like, I don't think I ever quite got to, but would be encouraged sometimes. And I, it's just the whole interviewing people, whether sitting at tables or sitting, I can't do it. Anything, anything to say? Is there anything you want to say? Like, ask him a question. He's not just going to volunteer a whole soundbite for you about how he hates women. He, you need to ask him some probing questions. You're down there on assignment for Don Lemon. You know what you're looking for. Think. Come up with some questions. Figure out what his response might be so that you can have good follow-ups to elicit more information. Can you believe it's a guy? When we were there, me and the joy of everything, this was an art form. We knew how to get information out of the celebrities impromptu. 
Now you got jerk offs like whoever this is in Miami. Anything you want to say? Do you want to say anything? No, he doesn't want to say anything. He's fucking, he's not in New York. He's in Miami. He ran away with his boyfriend, fiance, Chris Cuomo, Maniscalco, and they're sitting on the beach trying to have a good time. He doesn't want to say anything. You got to ask him something so that he feels like he has to say something. He has no choice but to say something. Those interviewers think the celeb is going to invite over for dinner and sex with models. Yeah, exactly. Come on. Step it up. All right, so that's Don Lemon. Uh, my theory is he just wants off the show. Is there anything else we need to talk about before we wrap it up? It's Friday night. I know everyone is uh, watching NBA All-Star Weekend. Whatever. All right, well, listen. Let's end on a high note. It's been a great show. I enjoyed everybody who participated and watched and uh, had a great time. Hold on. We have a last-minute comment. Let's see. Harassing women for stating a fact. Laugh out loud. A gay man kept it real. A lot of straight men are afraid to say the truth. This is the most respect I can give Don right now. Preach, Don. Preach. I'm not, I'm curious what you mean by the harassing women part. Did I miss something? The the harassing part. Because he's just saying that he thought women were past their prime. Which, by the way, you know, I kind of agree with you in that it's being overblown again. You always got to remember that bloggers and people on the Internet, me included, me even more so, we all need things to talk about. So it's like a game of, uh, it's like starting dominoes. Like one outlet reports something and then domino, the, it's just a domino effect all the way across social media. Everyone starts reposting it. They start talking about it. They give their take. They're trying to siphon off of this big story that's got everyone's attention so that they can get advertising dollars. So then they, they get the clicks that lead to advertising dollars. So, I, and like, it's just people have varying degrees of believability on how worked up they get. There's people that get paid the most probably are very believable when they're upset but who really cares people are saying his comment is harassing now okay yeah i think that's a little far a guy on a news show that nobody even watches makes a comment it gets blown out of proportion and now it's harassment that's a little much i agree so i don't know listen don get have a good time have a good vacation get a new gig he wants to be the star. He doesn't want to have to share billing with anybody. Go to Newsmax. Fuck it. Blow everyone's mind. Go to OANN. Don Lemon for Infowars.com. Whatever. You know, get a big deal. Go have fun. All right, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, No Freedoms, for chiming in there at the last second and giving me some good stuff to talk about. Thank you, Don Lemon, for harassing women and giving me some good stuff to talk about thank you sam smith for getting called a pedophile thank you to everybody thank you tiger woods for slipping a tampon into justin thomas's hand i hope to see you tomorrow at the genesis invitational here in pacific palisades and now i must say farewell and uh, as our former president always said have a good life have a good life we will see you soon. Much love. Thank you. Love. All right, Tanya.
So once again, thank you to my brother. Tell him your name again. Dante Greco. Two words. Made in America. <laughs> Dante, you're doing great. That's good. I, 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 I want you to leave my good friend Ringo alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Have a good day.